Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Well, he didn't do all the, the things that no. were requested of him. That's fine. Well, chat eh, that's okay. He's well, supposed to do that now. You can do it now, Max. What are they requesting of me? Uh, can we, They're not re- to Jacob, can you just scroll up at the very top? There? 50 don't... kills each side. Oh, what Pat uh, says. Here we go. One. Two. I really don't want to be here for 90 minutes. Welcome so in that to one the PHNX <laughs> Rising podcast. Appreciate everyone still joining us here, uh, especially everyone in the chat who thinks I only, you know, live to read ads. Uh, you are not correct. Enti- not entirely wrong. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> I am, of course, uh, Max Simpson, a.k.a. The Adman. A.k.a. Adman. And I'm joined by a man who... You know, I don't really have anything, Mr. Owen Evans. Uh, I probably there's probably something in there, but I got to think about it a bit. Cheers, cheers, man. Cheers. And it's yeah, a it's uh, a little little Thursday, little kit day. Also joined by producer Travel Jake. Day Eve. Yeah, it is Travel Day Eve. I'm also joined by producer Jacob. Really, the only reason why I point that out is he's a little grumpy, grumpy Gus over there. <laughs> I'm always grumpy. That's not like news. I know, but we just like pointing it out. He's a nice guy, but we appreciate y'all. Y'all are nice guys, gals, or whatever y'all chose to call yourselves. We appreciate you guys joining us on this Thursday. It's going to be a cracker of a show. Uh, I don't think I probably use that right, but hey, what? we, I don't know. A, a, is that a, a crack up? Uh, a, I don't know. My gosh, we keep going. <laughs> Max, <laughs> can you just use normal? Like, you keep trying to like push the boundaries lately of what you're Max, going you're to not say. hip. And you need to accept it. Stop that. No, I am he's hip. not. He's not. Hip. I'm square. Wait, no. Dang it. Okay. Uh, I just call myself square. Let's move on. Uh, we have a show for you guys tonight. Um, right. I think the big thing that we were talking a bit about Tuesday, and we want to try to lighten the mood a bit, but it's going to be, you know, we're, we're trying to re- a little bit removed from Friday's match against Las Vegas Lights and Tuesday's pod, breaking down the action further. Well, we, Max, actually, no, I'm going to I'm going to hop in. You're going you to bring us that. back to the depths. No, no, no I'm okay, going to okay, say okay. something okay. that I feel is sets a good context and good tone for the rest of the show. Don't I so know yesterday this is going. I had training don't one do, of the members don't. of the backroom staff. No, okay, no, no, no. Okay. It's not going where you think it is. Uh-huh. It's actually quite positive okay, and okay. cheery. Um, okay. One of the members of the backroom staff at, at training, Rising's training, said to me, we're going to go out. We've got to visualize that win. If you speak it. It could come into existence. Oh, I, I like. We got that. positive today, Max. Wow. Yes, positive. This, yeah, th- this man just finished the Ted Lasso season finale, and we're now just spewing positive energy. I like that. You know, Max thought I was about to bring up stuff like his girlfriend saying that everyone needs a break from Adam. Oh, okay. Oh, well, um, you, and, the, and yet you still snuck it in there. <laughs> uh, no, as we move on for that, 
Um, no, it, listen, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a tough week on the rising side of things, right? It's a, it was a tough match on Friday. It was a tough show on Tuesday, uh, just yep. because we, we have high expectations of this team and rightfully so it's something no, where exactly it's something that, right. We understand we continue to stress this all season long, that it is something that takes time. This team has a lot of new players, things, stuff to accolade towards, but you know, we're at the point of the season. They currently sit in uh, seventh place, if I believe. Yeah, yeah, seventh place. They go up against Pittsburgh Riverhounds, a team that currently, off the top of my head, I believe is third in the table. They are vying for Mm -hmm. they are vying for Open Cup uh, as well as they then go to Cincinnati on Tuesday to play them in the next round. um, Actually, fourth in the table, by the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the clarification there. Uh, You know, Owen. It's okay. It's okay. I'm 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 okay to be corrected. I'm not above that. Um, you know, Owen, as we look at this Pittsburgh club, what stands out to you about how successful they have been? Because I'm looking at your form graphic right now. If you actually scroll back real quick, Owen, as I well, cheat the, over the as, 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 as I cheat on your here. screen, they are only one of two clubs to not have a loss in their last five matches. Uh, in the east, in the east, yes, to in the east, yes. correct, yes. Um, there's one over there, and that is a uh, Paso Locomotive, who also have not lost in that kind of spell. Um, actually, no, there's, there's two others as well. There's another one in the east as well, in Memphis 901. All right, whoops, as well, there's, Tampa Bay uh, County, so there's a few, there's a few form teams in this league, and they are literally, I mean, we just ran through them Tampa Bay Rowdies, Memphis 901, El Paso Locomotive, and Pittsburgh Rebounds. Those are the form teams right now, yeah. They are the ones who, at the moment, are, quite frankly, plowing through the rest of the league. Tampa may be a little bit more than some of the others. Mm-hmm. When you just look at the, the number of consecutive wins that they've racked up, um, I believe it's five now mm-hmm. it's up to. Yeah. But it's, it's still not going to be easy. It's never yeah. easy when you go away to a team that is reeling off the wins in this kind of a manner, um, and especially after you come off of a game where you've been hurt a little bit at home yeah. um, in what was... Again, we don't need to delve into it too much. It was bad. Yeah. And so coming off of that, I know that Jacob laughs. That was that was pretty much our show on Tuesday. That's about all we did. We just sat around saying it was bad. I mean, to be a little fa- bit more. To be fair, it, it was that, it was but... a very despondent performance, and it was at least a better postgame show on Friday and a following Tuesday show. Rather, when you compare it to the loss against Tampa Bay where I'm pretty sure we had our quickest show ever where we didn't want to say anything because we were just fuming. So at least there's there's a response. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they need. That's what they need. No, I know. And I think the one thing actually we did hear this in, in training this week and we heard it a bit in the the talk from Juan after the match, um yeah. even about how the team didn't quite show up in that game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been made relatively clear since then um the discussion from leadership on the team from coaches from just even the players among themselves um there's an understanding i i wonder if a little bit of complacency crept in against vegas rising having won two rough you know uh, uh, poor opponents really mm-hmm. um and then you come against the third in a row and you think okay okay yeah. can they how are they going to, you know, ultimately fall in that game? None of us expected them to lose to Las Vegas yeah. Lights. And then they did. Yeah. 
So it's something where it's interesting where, and this is my first time hearing you say the team may have felt complacent after Friday's match. I mean, it's something you can observe it that there wasn't that same level of intensity. intensity. I mean, listen, Enrique says it well in the chat. At least it looked in training that they were a lot more up to it, a lot more intense. If they can translate that, they'll be dangerous no matter who they face. And that's really has been kind of the story of this team season is when they come out hot, when they come out fast, when they are on their game, they are difficult to beat. Now, now there's a different discussion saying that they're difficult to find a win against because, granted, they have difficulty scoring goals themselves. However, at the very least from the defensive angle and from just the flow of this match, if they're able to come out hot, it gives them a real chance. And that's kind of a duh comment, like, of course, that makes sense, but it stands to reason it it's worth being said because in all of Rising's poor performances, both from a, a performance standpoint and when it matches the results, what is the seemingly underlying factor? The other team has either scored incredibly early or Rising has been under the cosh, as they say, incredibly early on. Well, look, I, we're going to touch on the Open Cup later on, but I actually think an early start from Rising in the right direction could prove invaluable, partly because of that. I don't yeah. think Pittsburgh are a team right now that are going to be able to give you, remembering what they have the following Tuesday, a full 90-minute dogfight. I don't think they will be it's able three, to. three days rest against, against an FC Cincinnati team that, I mean... Yeah, man, they, they have their moments for Let, sure. Let's talk about Rising, though, and yeah. what Rising needs to focus on. I think there are a few things. I think the key thing is, is that the tactical kind of fiddling around that came from, I think the best way to describe it is kind of what you expect to see with wanting Fede, Trejo, and Harvey as an attacking midfielder all out there. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, no, no. I, I don't think I want to see that again in the near future. Yeah. I don't want to see it again this weekend. Um... There was a tweak made, of course, in the second half around that. And, of course, you saw Babu coming out yeah. and playing. Um, but still, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that Rising needs to probably stuck to more of what has on some of these games worked yeah. than maybe overthinking things a little bit in some ways like they, they did in that last game. Yeah. I will say as well, they need to work out ways to adapt to play well on what's going to be a smaller field, a turf field, um, against a team that's willing to absorb a bit of pressure, um, but are not absorbing pressure in the way that, say, a Vegas does when they are absorbing pressure because in the nicest possible way, they are a lesser opponent, but are doing so in a way that comes with a lot of talent. Mm -hmm. And that's a very... Very dangerous thing. I will say, Gabby, Gabby is is definitely in the road to recovery in terms like of that. he was named we on like the bench that. last weekend. Uh, Emmy, I believe, put in half a training session, mm. so that's an improvement. That's an improvement. You know, we, we we it's it's and it's just interesting, right? Because we've been out, been without Gabby Torres and Emmy Cuejo for a while. Man, there was a point in the season where we were almost trying to figure out, like, okay, we have so much talent on the wings and from those wing back positions. How do we get everyone involved in the outside? And my word, how quickly the tables yeah. turn of that depth. Of course, the one position group that has been pretty wiped out almost entirely is that position group, the wing yeah. backs and everything. So. Anyone coming back into the club will not help not only just from a chemistry standpoint, bringing back in some of those guys, right? Especially, I mean, I call out both these players have been 
really, really nice. Early in the season when they featured Frising, especially in my mind, Gabby Torres uh, provided a, a handful of assists. But getting these guys back, especially in this part of the season where you're playing matches week over week, uh, Raul, you don't have to worry about Open Cup anymore like Pittsburgh Riverhounds do. You want to be able to mix in guys because it's a long season. And this is really getting into the summer months of it where there's a lot of season left. But this stretch of matches, and I'm not talking about any particular opponents, but this can really help propel you up the, up the table and really help make your season. Or if you slip a couple before you know it, you could be on the outside looking in. We're not worried about that with Rising necessarily, but it's just a fact of the matter for all teams in this league. I will say, we should talk a little bit about the preparation for this game from Rising's perspective here. Now, Wednesday was a heavier tactical day, I think, mm -hmm. than we normally would typically see on a Wednesday. Obviously, without going into too much detail, it was interesting to see what kind of things they were working on there. Yeah. Um, Thursday, by the nature of the very lengthy trip to Pittsburgh, it's not an easy place to, to get to without a direct flight because it's so far away. Um, it's taken them the best part of today, really, to get over there. So no real training today. Mm -hmm. Regen kind of day today. Yeah. And then tomorrow they'll be out and training um, because it's an, at an away facility um, and another team's facility. Mm. They're uh, not going to do any tactical work up there. It's, uh, that's what Juan said. Doesn't necessarily trust the uh, lack of cameras or whatever. Nah. Sure. Sure. No, we don't need a spy gate. Don't need a spy gate on the hands. Whoa. But um, I'd be interested to see what happens? Um, what happens to Gallardo? Godingman Pat says, actually, yeah, there was some injury there. He's also on the road to recovery um, sooner rather than later, um, being back to full fitness. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm intrigued. It's a, it's a disruptive week when you have these kind of East Coast trips that are tough, um, not in terms of just the opponent, but more the travel. The yeah. travel's not easy. I mean, look, to, to put it into perspective, I'm on a plane at 7 in the morning tomorrow, and I don't get there until nearly eight o'clock at night oh you hear that uh, I hope no it's a get, long day it's a long travel day that's the world's smallest violin and that... <laughs> right but <laughs> but it's a, it's a long day and that's not yeah. easy for the team and it's not mm. easy really for yeah. professional athletes that you don't necessarily want sitting around for that length of time and no. not doing much um when you could be actually getting out on the field and working on things with them they're not going to have that opportunity because of the length of the travel day to get over there yeah. um and so, I don't know. I mean, it's it's disruptive. At the same time, Rising's had a few of these. They're, they're getting more used to them by now. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, they're not going to have too many of them left. Miami's a long trip, but that's yeah. different because that's very easy to get to without uh, messing around and having to fly here, there, or everywhere to get over there. Mm -hmm. You can hop on a plane here and hop off in Miami. and Nice, straightforward. Uh, but yeah. there's not really much in terms of East Coast trips to come after this. So Yeah, I, I mean, we even said when we were looking at the schedule <clears throat> early on before the season started, right, that the East Coast trips are naturally going to be a tough go of it for rising in really any West Coast-based uh, club. But this stretch in particular, when you're looking at rising season, it kicks off. Listen, anyone is beatable on their day, and especially knowing how darn volatile that this, this USL season has been. But like, you look at Rising Central, it's not the most cakewalk of a stretch, right? You have matches upcoming. Pittsburgh, Oakland, Louisville, New Mexico, Oakland again, Memphis, uh, the trip to Miami, 
like there's these are teams where some of them are not as high up in the table. Like we're not going to take away from that, but there's just there's something where every opponent it's not a gimme. And like no. again, that's why no, we no, come no, down no, to no. the one that was. I never want to say a gimme, but like you're playing Vegas at home. You lose that match. It's a tough one. And that's where we said we need to really have these performances because when you have this match against Pittsburgh, it's going to come fast and furious. Um, You just want to see the team match the performances of where they've had early in the season, raise the level, and knowing how this team plays, a result of some sort usually ends up coming. Yeah, I mean, here's the interesting thing now. I, I see that also, Enrico put it in there. Yeah, Wario in there. We, we've had enough of the U.S. soccer personalities. No, we have not. Also, everyone, now we've moved into Also, the, Warrior, everyone in the in the chat, by the way, smash the like button. There's a lot of you out there. We appreciate it. It helps us out. helps me mm-hmm. out. helps someone mm-hmm. out. helps Jacob out. Yeah, but Enrique said, and if I hadn't been so rudely interrupted by Max there, it would have been easier to read. It's just gone off the screen. Uh, Enrique said about how uh, a positive result here will be a draw in this game will be an incentive. What do you think? Is a draw a good result here? I think it is. A draw's a good I think result. A, I think knowing... Against this team and the strength wh- of the team they're coming up against, I think a draw's a good result. Knowing where these clubs are at, I absolutely think a draw is a positive result. Listen, it, it's a... Again, I don't know if this is necessarily a cliche, but when you look at the math of just how these seasons play out, especially with a team like Rising, who... They, again, they have the history of being a quality team, and even if it's all new players, they have the pedigree and players and personnel to contend deeply into this league you want to draw your matches away and win at home if you follow that formula more or less you're going to be in a very solid spot it is much easier said than done much easier said much than easier done. said than done but you follow that i will gladly take a draw i mean especially again knowing pittsburgh is hot pittsburgh is white hot they are a very very solid squad they have played you know Pretty decent teams. And again, the fact that they're doing this in two different competitions, that says something. Look, again, you take the draw against a tough team away from home, I think is a good result. I will say Thomas has got a very good point there mm. that we said about the first few games, the toughest stretch of the season. Can't be the whole year. Correct. 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 I mean, Th- Thomas is correct there. I think it's easier and what we should <clears> do here. I wouldn't talk about it. T- I think it's a difficult stretch of the season, but that's more because USL is not as easy as it once was there are a few teams that are weaker um rising has just gotten off of playing a few of those teams and they didn't pick up maximum points from it and i mean we said before we didn't think there were any excuses i stand by that i think there's no real excuse for not getting the three points against las vegas lights however now looking forward is pittsburgh a tough game yes i'm hesitant to describe it as quite how you are with the toughest stretch of the season Oh, I didn't. Uh, I don't. I did, did not you? say. I didn't say toughest. Uh, there was no est. I want to. I want to. Okay. I want to make that. But no, but uh, uh, this whole season is tough. It is, and, with and a uh, handful of exceptions. To, to me, it's, it's right? not the toughest stretch they're going to face. <clears throat> no, and so certainly. Thomas is correct here. They realistically have to be looking at getting points at the very least in those home games and in some of the away games as well. Your Oakland's and New Mexico's. They're not pushovers. They never will be. Um, but. There's still an opportunity for points. No, there. sir. And they're they're listen, there always is. We've seen rising pull off shocking results, positive and negative, away from home and home. There I, I say all this to say, yes, you have to factor in the opponent. The quality of the opponent had their form recently. Right. The teams that we have said, oh my gosh, that's gonna be a real tough match at the start of the season. You look at it now, maybe not as much. But I I think the reason why I think this is a tough, not the toughest, 
not even, I don't even know what I would point as the toughest, but not the toughest stretch, a tough stretch in the next seven matches is you just look at the facts. A lot of it to me is due to a mix of the competition and also travel in the next seven matches. You're playing only three matches at home. You have two cross country trips. You have matches against Louisville against Memphis, where we, I get it. There's a caveat in a sense against Memphis, but on their day, still dangerous. And I mean, the rest of them, right? Your Mexico's, your Oakland's, there's a lot of history there. Those can swing either way. Certainly winnable games for Rising. But it's just something where you combine all that. I'm not saying there's cause for concern. I still have a lot of optimism. That's not going to wane for me. But it's just pointing out, you got to take it one game at a time. And while you can look at it as a stretch, like I just did, it's you got to be able to get results, even if it's a draw, for matches like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 have to be looking to... You've got to be in these games. There's yeah. no excuses for not being in the game, okay? Yeah. I think if Rising go up there and get played off the park by Pittsburgh in some ways, it's not going to go well, okay? Yeah. And I don't think that will go down well. It shouldn't. Now, e- equally, Rising has an opportunity here. The nature of what Pittsburgh have looking ahead of them, the game on Tuesday, is that they're going to, again, I said it earlier, I don't think they're going to be up for a full 90-minute yeah. dogfight in this game. And so from Rising's perspective, you have to, have to take advantage of that. You do. And I mean, you talk about keeping in the game, right? If you want to keep in the game, make sure to check out our friends at Four Peaks Brewery, right? Four Peaks, absolutely love them and everything. We really did that transition. Come on now. Come on now. At Four Peaks, we love everything they're doing, right? Boo this man. What did you say? Boo this man or mute this man? Boo. Boo, I would have muted you if I wanted you muted. It's understandable. Fair enough. You have the power, Fosh. Um, Four Peaks Brewery, we love them. They have all kinds of great stuff. If you want to get in the game, they have their Four Peaks for seats promotion. One likely winner will get four. Not one, not two, not three, but four seats to an upcoming Arizona Diamondbacks game. It's going to be a fun time there because we're, they're already hooking us up and being good friends with us while our friends at the PHNX Diamondbacks are doing their takeover there, their pregame for the takeover this coming Saturday at their Four Peaks draft room in the stadium, you can join in on the fun stuff for next takeovers, as well as do their Four Peaks Four Seats promotion. Susan, you're darn right. Ad man strikes again. Absolutely. You can enter this promotion by checking out at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram to enter there. Again, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. We thank you, Four Peaks, for all the great things you guys do. Hooking us up with a little kill lifties there. Yeah, and as he does these ad transitions, I almost need to... Knock these back a little bit. Well, keep drinking because after you drink some beer, you can have some Circle K, which will really hydrate you after a quite a, I guess, in your mind, uh, kind of tough ad transition. The people love them, and that's cool because Circle K, they're trying to hook you guys up with a little polar pop action. And it's really quite simple, right? You guys are looking online. You guys have phones, I'm assuming. You have someone who has a phone, and you can get that phone. No, Max, none of them have phones. That's a lie. You can text PHNX to 31310 for buy one, get one free Polar Pops. Again, that's PHNX 31310 for buy one, get one free Polar Pops. You like something refreshing that quenches your thirst almost as much as a rising win? Do it. Text Circle K. Text PHNX 31310 for Circle K. Let's go. Appreciate our friends at Circle K. And we also appreciate... No, I'm kidding. I got you guys. No, there's Thank a... Thank God. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I will say, actually, what is a comment in here from Gullingman Pat. 
Toughest part of the season is going to be when Kev and Carlos are going on international duty. I agree. Bingo, bingo. And for those of you bongo. not following along today, the Gold Cup preliminary rosters released, both Kev Lambert and Carlos Harvey included, with noting, of course, that's on a 60-man squad. Yeah, that's fair. But we're anticipating that both could very well be gone. They, you, you also, worth noting, also worth noting that, of course, Carlos will miss a little bit more time as well because Carlos will be going to the Nations League, presumably, for Panama. Ah. Um, the Nations League taking place the weekend of Rising's match with Louisville. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be an extra little tough one there. Yeah, man. Um, not far away. He's only up in Vegas, but uh, I mean, it's something too. Like you, you are having to when that time comes, and we've already kind of talked about it at times off air ad nauseum. But my word, two players who uh, you know, not just relative in the position that they play on the pitch, uh, they both can interchangeably do the same thing. But they've certainly carved out their positions. You know, in for Carlos in the midfield, Kev in the back line, respectively. It's tough blow because they have been arguably two of your three best players all season, and it's, I'm, I'm not even close. Life, uh, not even close. Uh, yeah. But hey, we aren't going to have to talk about that now because, you know, we do get to talk about the rising players we think can make a significant impact in this match. In this match? We haven't even talked about Pittsburgh properly yet. Right? I, know really, I know we really haven't, but I'm, I, I'm building it up. I'm building it up. Let's talk, about, let's talk about rising. Who are some players you would like to see factor in prominently? All of them. Danny Trejo. You're not wrong. Okay. Danny Trejo. I'm going to say that because he's a guy who we constantly speak of, I think, at times, a lack of creative spark at moments. Okay? Something that happens, his team will get stagnant or they'll get caught up in different areas that aren't yep. conducive to making things happen. Now, Danny Trejo is the guy if you're looking for someone who's going to have that spark. If you have to ask me anyone, anyone on Rising's team who is going to step up and kind of just grab the game himself, put the team on his back and find the back of the net. It's Danny Trejo. Hey, Owen, who, which rising player do you think is going to step up, grab the game by the scruff its neck, and uh, put one in the back of the net? What? I'm asking. For... It's Danny Trejo. Oh, thank you. Okay, awesome. You you told me to ask. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know what? Michael here is saying, actually, this, this is the Jackson <laughs> no motion Conway. A little bit harsh. I will say this. Right. Jackson Conway... Uh, was, of course, sent off against Tampa Bay Rowdies. Rising's referee for this game will be Elton oh, Garcia, bravo. who last refereed Rising against Tampa Bay Rowdies bravo. in that match. It's actually the third time this season in 12 games that Rising have seen Elton Garcia. Interesting one. Weird one. You don't normally see a referee that frequently in the league without an obvious, obvious reason um, normally geographic, but those games have been scattered. One yeah. in Phoenix, one in St. Pete, one in Pittsburgh. Now, guys from Texas, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of, kind of the middle of some of those. But um, I mean, listen, it, it as long as players aren't swinging elbows, we're hoping that it's going to be uh, you know a much more clear cut refereeing game. Also, Rocco, oh, Rocco, as a as a guy to watch. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Always, though. He always is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? That's true. Rocco has kept this team in some of these games. Yes. It's worth noting. Even when rising some games, yeah, they don't necessarily concede that many opportunities. But he'll make those handful of saves that are huge. Yeah. And to me, that that's that's important, especially when you can't against a team with, with some of the talent that Pittsburgh Riverhounds have. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, we should talk a little bit about that, shouldn't we? Well, 
you were actually talking to me about a player who might feature in particular, one who hadn't rammed, who was kind of maybe ramping back up, who hadn't featured for Pittsburgh recently, and one well, who... he did on the weekend. Well... That was his first I, I one meant back. recently before that, and one who Rising fans should be familiar with. What, Philly? Joe Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the yeah, guy. Joe Farrell. That'd be the guy. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does in this game. It'll be interesting to see how he comes out. Um, I think it's no real secret that, look, this team underwent a huge shift over the offseason. Um, Philly was one of those players that fell victim to that in some ways. Um Look, he was loved at this club, um, yeah. and I hope that he knows that. Um, you know, the, the the loss of him from here wasn't a he's atrocious, he's got to go kind of call from the fans, which some players, people did feel like that about. Yeah. Um, whether the team is better off with him or without him, it's worth noting that he gave his all for this club yeah. while he was here um, and did so for many years. So... I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see uh, how it goes um, for him. I'm intrigued to see how he comes out playing against his former team. Some yeah. players will use that as motivation. Others aren't. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see. Um, but I think the the expectation that I'd heard is mm. that he probably will take a lot of motivation from I mean, him. which is fair. Why, so why, 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 we'll why wouldn't see. you? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, well, I see Thomas's comment. Praying on his downfall in this one game, just to clarify. One game. Just to clarify. Um, you know, yeah, definitely a guy to watch, understandably, due to the ties. You know, one that has my eye, Albert Dequa. He has nine goals. Nine goals. In 11 games. Again, to, to, for, just for context, the next closest goal scorer on Pittsburgh has two. Two goals scored. So uh, he definitely gets the lion's share of the opportunities. Just score, a little bit. Scores, I mean, almost a goal per match when you average it out. He's taking about two to three shots every match. He's a guy, he's dangerous in those positions. I mean, listen, I'm not saying everything is only going to th uh, funnel through him, but if there's someone who you really want to mark tight and not give up any, oh, I don't know, let's say crosses into the box, a mysterious header out of nowhere, go up 1-0 against Rising, see out the game, kind of like we saw on Friday. I'd guard him. I, I would double up on him. Yeah. Triple up, quadruple yeah. up, quintuple up, if you will. It's a bit extreme. You'll yeah. leave too much space for people. I just, I just want to make, uh, want to make sure that we're protected. Yeah, no, I get that. And <laughs> Deke was a guy who's been there now for a couple of years. There were a few other, I mean, look at Canado Forbes. Yeah. As well, look at him as a chance creator there. Look at him as a guy who has been around that team for years and years. I mean, 2018, Speed, he man. joined them. Um, Jamaican midfielder. He's played well over 100 games for that club in Pittsburgh, and he's yeah. currently leading them huh. in chances created. A guy who has been all-league second team many times. Mm. Um, just someone, again, who, yeah, has yeah. had so much individual success there, um, and even at 35 is <laughs> still proving that he can do a job in this league. Yeah. And that's something, look, a lot of people, I know you, you make the little laugh there at saying even at 35. Not many players get to 35 playing in this league unless they have played significantly at a higher level. They don't. Yeah, A lot of guys move on. Sure. They, they move on either out of football or they come through this league in the hope of moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah. 
There's not a lot of guys who get to those kind of ages in in this in this league. Certainly, definitely got to watch out for, especially um, right helping to steady the ship against uh, for or excuse me for this Pittsburgh side. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's just an interesting team, especially whenever you play a team out east. Uh, especially that you know, there's maybe not as the much. Eastern fam- Conference is a simulation, Max. <laughs> yeah, it really is, man. Yeah, especially knowing how topsy turvy that is. Uh, especially um, just knowing that there maybe isn't quite that history uh, in some ways that just the West has. Uh, whenever you have a, a, a road trip out there, it's gonna be interesting. You're uh, you're looking forward to uh, the stadium out there. Actually, so it's yeah, a very it's an interesting pitch. looking stadium. By yeah. looks very interesting looking stadium. So we'll see. We'll see mm. what it's like. Oh, that's awesome. It's probably very relaxed. I'm sure. Yeah, right yeah. on the uh, r- uh, river, but yeah. also with the uh, train line running uh, between that's, the stadium and the oh, river. Oh, that's awesome. I, I bet it'd be really relaxing as well if you uh, took some OGs as well, because oh, OGs are friend, our friends no. at OGs Brands. It, they make a relaxing, nice, lovely time for you lovely people. They, you know, if you're feeling a little uh, relaxing down to earth, they got that for you. You want a little pep in your step, uh, you know, a little, hey, let's uh, get jiggy with it. As the kids say, boom, they got that for you too. As Jacob looks at me in total confusion, they have their new mixed bags now, the fruits and the creams. The fruits have the watermelon, the red apple, and the peach. And then the creams, they have the blackberries and cream, the orange creamsicle, and of course, my friend of the program, your friend of the program, Jacob's friend of the program, Snoop Dogg's favorite, peaches and cream. Do you, yes, yes, producer Jacob. He's nodding. Absolutely. Yes. I love Snoop Dogg. He's okay. He's just, just staring. He worded it to me. He's staring yes, at they, me, almost asking me to rescue it from they, whatever on earth Max yeah, is yeah, currently yeah. doing. Good luck with that. They have all the different types of uh, gummies, whatever fits your flavor, literally and figuratively. And also look at that pink lemonade dropping on June 21st. Folks, it's we're literally like what three less than three weeks away. Boom, here we go. Well, if you guys are interested in checking out OG's brands, check it out ogezbrands.com and find them on Instagram at OG's Brands. And you can find them at a local dispensary near you. Again, you must be 21 plus years or older to enjoy responsibly. And you know what else you can enjoy responsibly? I want to shout out our friends real quick at Valley Tap Room. Valley Tap Room, they got the Trivia Tuesdays. They always got uh, some nice stuff going on, live music, cornhole tournaments, wine discounts, everything like that. If you guys are on the east side of town, make sure to check them out. Check them out at Instagram at Valley Tap Room. And uh, check them out in person off the 202 in Gilbert. Again, trivia is really fun. Whenever we have a free Tuesday, we try to. We try to we try to go there, run the place like I normally do, carrying the team on my back during trivia. What's up? Oh, I no, see. You really don't, Max. Really do. Really don't. Answering all the ad related questions, of course. He does answer ease. most of them. Although Devin had to. Show I'm you training up the other him. Time. It's you want to see the the student become the master. But yes, check out our friends at Valley Tap Room. They got all the good stands. What the heck? Okay, uh, PHNX Sports. Uh, it must be a burner account. This is uh, this is weird. Uh, yeah. Um, Owen. Before, the best part is that's not even me typing that. No, I know, I know. Like to clarify for anyone who will <laughs> Chat, yeah. suggest that it's me. Susan, no, no one help us. There's no escape. No, I do want to ask the chat. There is escape. Thankfully, he's, he's running for him for a while now. That's fair. You're, right. no, You're no, going I, on a trip. Oh, no, 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 we'll get to that. I do want to ask before we, before we move on. Chat and Owen, I need a score prediction. I need a score prediction for this match. And if you would be so bold... Can you give me the scores for Rising, if you will? I'll start. Score. I'll start with you, Owen. Yeah, I need you it. You go first. I I literally asked you, sir. You go first. Oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Uh, I'm gonna go one-one, Phoenix Rising. Yes, you haven't changed since earlier, then, Max. Good. 
Yeah, no, off air, I said 1-1, one, one, and that's fine. Uh, yeah, 1-1, one, one, Phoenix Rising. A draw is a is a very is a very good result for this team in general on the road, especially going East Coast, especially knowing the opponent. And I will take Mr. Danny Trejo to score in a bounce back game. Who are we playing? Says Edward Cunningham. Darn it, River Hounds, Edward. Eddie, not, get out of here. Oh, boy. where's the tower? That's actually a really good point. You know, what? we've actually managed to get through all of this. We haven't played any of the clips that we've. Stuck. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 Rising. I see, I, I, look, this, this, league, this, league, this league, always bet on the weirdest thing to happen. Nothing makes sense in this league. Yeah. Okay? This league is doing the OGs right now. The entire league as an entity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> this entire league is, is doing that. Yeah. So Rising is going to win. Because there's never any sense to any of this. Okay? We can sit here, we can analyze it, and then they'll come out, and it's just random. It's like... It's like, in some ways, this league is like the absolute worst soap that you could possibly get. What? TV show. Oh. Got it. Yeah. You thought I was talking about actual soap then, didn't you, I don't get that. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. His head immediately goes to products so that he can well, sell them also, higher ads. Also, no. But yeah, this league yeah, is I, just insane. Uh, and so Rising's going to win 2-1, and Trejo's going to get the goals. Okay. I okay. Mean, I like that. I'm seeing a lot of people ride 0-2 Pittsburgh going, man, Pat, Thomas. 2-0 Rising. Eddie, 1-2. Uh, John, 1-2. You know, chat does not... Seem to agree with your, op your optimism, which is weird because you're not really the optimistic type. No, for these but matches. I just think this league is insane. That's honestly and fair. So, like, it's a good bet. Good, good bet. The U purely USL just based Championship. On all these years of yeah. predicting things, of doing all of that, this Throw league has broken me because it doesn't make sense. You can't make this league make sense. It doesn't make sense, and therefore, Rising will win. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty telling novella. That's good. There we go. Yeah, that'll do it. That's good. Um, well, I was gonna say, yes, we have uh we have gone past <laughs> where we were gonna do any uh Juan clips. Would you like to Let, let's get some? Nice let's get some. Let's segue. hear what Juan has to say about the opposition first. Pittsburgh is a is a team I respect. I respect Bob a lot, and it's it's gonna be tough. They're very compact, they're disciplined, not a lot of space in between the lines or or gap in between players. And, and it's a team that picks their moments to, to press. It's also a team that is, is very comfortable waiting for you. If you watch, just let's just say Open Cup versus Visitors rivals that, that have more, uh, more, let's say, talented players or quality on the field because it's rosters that are more expensive. They're okay waiting in that compactness to, to wait for a mistake or someone to be building through the middle to win the ball and then get a transition moment. For us, we just got to be careful in the way we build up, at the moments that we build up, the moments that we want to utilize the middle of the field to build up, because we will utilize it. That's part of our identity. But we just have to be cautious when, when we go there and, and, and how to do it and when to do it as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, enough, enough said, honestly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they said, yeah, just... coming out of the video because we talked through the whole thing and they definitely didn't watch it well no we, we we're familiar i've seen it several no, times I, I, I saw it live as I was am there. i i'm also no we're familiar but, with um, we're also we're familiar with the video it's also no, because like one more thing to say i'm sighing because i see the chat and i see the the opposition bothers me and edward just one in hat <laughs> very, very bothered 
this whole bothered thing has definitely become just a constant. You we have to find guys. our north. Heading to Pittsburgh, north and to the east. Okay. Okay. Aye, yeah. Aye, aye. Let's listen to a little bit more of Juan. Let's listen to what he had yeah. to say about... We were speaking about Pittsburgh and the the Open Cup, actually, and, and how seriously they're going to take this game. Let's hear what he had to say on that one. Mm, I don't know. I don't know, because... Listen, they, they play last week and, and then this is as a coach when you have to make a decision is do you want your players to arrive with with a bit of rhythm to Tuesday night, right? And, and, and you want them to play a little bit or do you just want them to have, I don't know, 10, 11 days of, of no competitiveness or, or rhythm to that match? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the what their coaching staff is, is going to do for us. It doesn't change a thing. We prepare for them the next way. We, we think about us and then we'll see what, what they do on Saturday. They once again didn't pay attention. Okay, again, we've seen this multiple times, but no, it's 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 something where first off, thank you, thank you for well, just yeah, absolutely gonna calling be, it us could out. It's going to be a very Appreciate long Jacob. period between games. That's exactly what he is saying. Yes, there, right. If also- you don't play your starters, you, you go relying on the idea that yeah. you guys will have ten days off. Oh, and I off. wish you made Max answer that because you were there and filmed. That's it. true. I've- Okay, I've literally talked to him about this offline. You are derailing us, and that's usually my job, sir. How he does it enough you? by himself? We don't need you helping with that. <laughs> like one, Eddie, it's you've seen me have seen me hot and bothered enough. Oh dear gosh, it's going to be very interesting how they work in the rotation. Yes, Sly, you're welcome. We we oblige with the beer tower. That is on us. Hand up. Um, I will happily get my. There we go. The tower, the tower will then be reassembled. Um, no, it's something that's going to be very interesting to see how this team balances the rotations. I think, right, whether whether starters going in or not, whatever that looks like, you just may see possibly a bit of a short release. And this is something where if Rising can withstand the initial onslaught or start, whatever it is, where they typically struggle, that could be the opportunity later in the match where they can strike, where they, can, where they actually have had some success taking advantage and going into these matches in the second half later on and putting in a better performance than they did in the first half. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Michael Gears was the bottom one. It was not. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's move on now. We've spoken uh, uh, about uh, building uh, up to rising. Uh, a couple other things we can talk about. A midweek yeah. draw. Actually, a nil-nil draw between Monterey Bay and FC Tulsa. Max, mm. what did you think? Did you watch the game? Nope. No, neither did I. Uh, but it finished nil-nil, and uh, what was interesting there is that Tulsa really weren't creating a whole lot in that game. 52% possession, four shots. Not on target, four shots. Mm. Mm, that's fair. It's only two on target. Uh, Monterey Bay had 18 shots in that game. Yeah, very... Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Very, very unlike uh, a quick segue, a callback, if you will, to the uh, Europa League uh, final where you oh. heavily predicted Roma to win, and it was actually quite an irritating clash. No, you predicted Roma would win. I, I said that Roma would score first. Uh-huh. It would go beyond 90 minutes. Uh-huh. If I recall... if I recall, And I was correct. If I recall, I actually remember saying very clearly... It's going to be a 1-1 draw at, you know, at 90 minutes, and then Sevilla are going to win our penalties. That's what I recall. Ah, uh, yes. Max Revisionist Simpson. <laughs> it's got a ring to it. You know, he has his own facts. Yeah. Yes. Make him up as you go. Yeah. Right, so let's have a look around the USL, though. At the games coming up this weekend, if you're not going to put us back on track, Max, oh. I'm going to do it for us. Fair enough. Kicking and screaming. So, Colorado Springs switchbacks. Oakland Roots, that's a Friday night game. Yeah. As is Charleston Battery against Indy 11. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
Max, what do you think about those Friday night games? How are we feeling? I mean, Charleston, dude, I, 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 maybe it's because it's at home and Charleston should win that one, especially against Indy 11, but I'm, you can't predict these matchups of, oh, wow, really good team plays really poor team in this league and you know the result. No, but I will say, Charleston, I'll, I'll be confident. I'll say they'll win. Uh, switchbacks and Oakland Roots, yeah, it strikes me as a draw. Yeah. Strikes me as a draw. Yeah. It's very kind of like that. two teams that, I can regardless that. of the record, it's kind of middling. Middling. Yeah. Yeah. Rising actually one of the first, the two first games to kick off on Saturday. Say that again? Rising, one of the first two games to kick off on Saturday. Oh, there we go. Same time as Hartford against Louisville. There we go. I think Louisville will walk all over them in that game. Mm. They should. Although, of course, we saw them fail against Tulsa, away to Tulsa, just yeah. over a week ago. So, uh, yeah. who knows? But I think Louisville will win that one. Tampa Bay Rowdy, Sac Republic. Now, that is an interesting game. Ooh, I like that. You got top of the West, traveling to face the form team in the East. Doozy. Oh, I don't know how to call that one. But I w do think it's a good statement win for whoever wins that game. Uh, if Tampa Bay win it, it's a statement that they are not just beating up now on some of the, the weaker teams. Your Detroit City, who they beat twice in that five-game stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix Rising, who didn't show up that day. They'd be playing a top, top team. And if they can get a result in that game, that's a statement for them. Sac Republic, it's going on the road to a team that is... You know, won its last five games. Yeah. And so that's a statement, again, that they still deserve that that kind of spot that they're sitting in up right there on the top of the West. So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that one. You look at some of the others, though. I mean, actually, no. Do you have, do you have a winner in that game? Yeah, that's a, that's a really tough one. Uh, I Tampa think, Bay, I mean, I'm going with a hot hand, especially at home, Tampa Bay. Uh, Sack has dropped some really weird results. And those might be one-offs, whatever, but, like, uh, give me give me Tampa. And... I think many might think to this be is fair, a maybe Sacramento will just enjoy the fact that they're in a much nicer city for the uh Damn. Uh I I think that this people might think one. this is gonna be a high score match. Uh, give me a give me a, a ooh. I'm gonna go either one nil or four three. That's a toss up. We'll see. Yeah, just there's one extreme or the other. You know what, Max? I think it's gonna be one nil, nil nil, one all, two nil, two one. I don't know. That's a really um, weird prediction. Mm -hmm. It could be any of those. Uh, Memphis 901 against Miami FC. Mm. Eh, Memphis. Mm. Memphis. That's a fair there. point, Mikey, by the way, Tampa after the cross-country trip. I'll, I'll take Memphis in that one over Miami. I don't think Miami no, is playing I'll that well. Memphis. I'll take Memphis, um, too. Memphis on better form. San Antonio, San Diego, loyal. San Antonio for me. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think that San Diego, loyal are struggling lately. Yeah, Although, they they, they've won away from home. They can't win at home. Yeah. That looks. Um, New Mexico, El Paso. Bit of a derby game going on there. Uh, yeah. New Mexico against El Paso. Of course, the field in uh, Albuquerque rotated by seven degrees. Oh. Mm. Angles? Yeah. He doesn't do numbers. It's like a... If you're he doing, doesn't do if numbers. You're, if you're looking at like a... Like a like you a, move it's it. Like a, like, I know, but that's like probably like this much of a rotation if you're going off of a like that something like that it's quite drastic on the actual pitch well yes i'm sure apparently it was requested by the uh baseball there oh to get so. rid of the uh, mound yeah they don't have to remove the mound anymore um i know that struggle back in my time in reno 1868 fc but yes of course go on yeah um then you've got orange county against rgv rg Vizzle. Ooh, that's tough oc win 
I could see an OC win. As much as they are in a disaster, again, need I return, Max? Need I return? As the chat correctly points out that San Diego loyal fans, anything but loyal by the looks when it comes to uh, Mr. Mansour, the Conservative Party treasurer, dropping a team in there, the MLS team. Um, Need I remind you, though, Max, that the one key rule about USL... It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'll still take RGB. Orange County, you're going to beat him. Okay. Um, Monterey Bay against Loudoun. That's Monterey Bay for me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Monterey Bay. And that's it. That's it for the weekend. That's it. We run for him. That's the Boom. that's the end of the USL games we've got to talk about. So Yeah. Uh, anything I, else football-wise you want to talk about before we go? I think that covered just about everything. Anything you got? Mm, yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, I... Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Max, I hear you're going away for a bit. You're going away. I don't know why, no, you, sound so, man. I don't know why you sound so excited oh, about it. Man. No, I stop, stop cry. No, you should be crying and 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 consoling yourselves after my absence. Is what wow, I got really He's I'm gonna have to do the transitions and then carpools to work. What's that? He's conveniently leaving while he owes me three carpools to work. I told you. I, you know me. I will make good on it. Just, just clip that bit so you remember yeah, when he comes back. Shoot. You yes. Created a memory there. Yes, I am. Uh, video I, full. I am on. Uh, I'm on vacation. Uh, I leave tomorrow. Um, my girlfriend, which. Thank goodness she is not uh, popped up in this chat. Uh, are going? Yeah, he's just challenging it to do so now while we've still got about a minute or two to go. She wants to stop pointing. Stop pointing to that. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I'm not worried. You won't. You won't, Sam. Uh, no, but uh, it's gonna be really cool. We are flying tomorrow into um, Colombia. We're going to go to uh, you know. First off, she's been handling the Duolingo, so fantastic. Uh, I. I'm, I'm relying on her. How's so, your Spanish, Max? Uh, mas o menos. Uh, yeah, see, I, I sound absolutely horrible. Uh, yeah, I wear, that's that's the extent you're going to get from me uh, on this show. But yeah, flying into Colombia, going to be there for about five, six days. Um, we're going to do a homestay for a couple of days. We both want to go to South America. It's been on the, our bucket list, honestly, for a while. So really, really cool trip. And then we're going to fly into uh, Peru. So Colombia and Peru are the two countries. Uh, go into Lima, stay there for a couple of days, and then... Flying into uh, Cusco, uh, we're actually going to get tickets. We're going to go to a Cusco FC match. Uh, super, super excited about that. Um, they are currently third in the table in the uh, Peruvian uh, league. Um, Peruvian so, league. Yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly excited. It's going to be like such a very fun atmosphere. Stay in Cusco for a couple days. Um, we're then going to go uh, to Aguas de los Calientes, hike Machu Picchu, stay there for a day, uh, then go back to Cusco, and then fly back to Lima, and we're back in the States. I'll be gone for uh, two weeks. Uh, Owen is Two gone. weeks of no ad reads from uh, Adman. Oh, you guys are going to miss it. Uh, you guys, are, don't worry. I'll make up for it when I get back. But, uh, no, oh, Owen, no. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, Owen's going to... Uh, hey, hey, Cusco. Yeah, uh, no, Owen is uh, Owen's going to be holding down the fort, and... Uh, you know, yeah, we're going to hear that uh, Saturday, actually, in the post game, you won't have Max, of course, but we'll have the post game show true. on You're Saturday. Sure. I'm going to be joined by the Thai man himself for that one, actually. Hey, there we go. The Thai man, Jake love Anderson. That. We love that. No, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, still having the shows, everything like normal. Owen's going to hold down the fort. Uh, going to pay him handsomely in beer as I get back because it's, uh, yeah, but uh, appreciate you guys. I'm going to miss you guys, um, but I'm going to enjoy my vacation. 
That's the, oh my gosh. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jose's the special one, Mourinho. I knew we couldn't make it without someone returning. Uh, yes, the special one. Yes, we hear you. Oh my gosh. Um, Why? Whoever's doing this, I just, I love these. Every show it feels. It's also just the, we na- get the, name, the name tweak is just something. phenomenal. Yeah, is absolutely. Oh, Jay. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jacob wants us to land the plane. Uh, he that's wants fair. to go home. To he be does. Fair. I get it. Um, you guys can take as long as you would like. That's just me making a joke. That's that's understandable. I want to land the plane. I gotta go finish up uh, the last of packing everything. But I, I've got to pack for. My I have already tomorrow. packed. I mean, I said the last of it, as in just arranging things in my travel bag. Okay, but I'll miss you guys. Uh, as in you guys, and not this guy right here. I'll miss him a little bit. Um, but yes, appreciate you guys joining us. You could stop it. You can. Don't worry, Max. Then don't come back. It's okay. No, buddy. You can uh, follow us at phnex underscore underscore rasm because double the underscore. Double the fun. Double the fun. Double the number of weeks without Max. I literally was going to say Rumor has it, if you keep following, the more followers we get, the longer it is until Max comes back. Wait, what? That's actually actually a really good plug, but... Keep uh, following. Keep following. Go follow. Go follow us. Keep following. Appreciate it. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate it. Safe travels. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Yes, and that's actually really weird. I literally was going to say double the weeks I'll be gone. So there you go. Um, Yes, follow us at phnx underscore underscore rising. Follow this guy at ojevans18. Follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. I will uh, be posting on my trip when I can. Uh, going to be, I'll take you guys mm-hmm. to the sights and sounds uh, of, especially of that Cusco match. I'm mm-hmm. very much looking forward to it. And uh, if anyone has any recommendations, mm-hmm. DM me, uh, send me stuff, whatever. We have the cities where we're going to be booked, but like a pretty loose itinerary. So like we're super down for Rex and stuff. Yeah. You can also follow, by the way, our producer, who is also the voice of PH and Exports in the chat, um, Jacob Franklin at Jacob underscore Franklin four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember, everyone, it's the beautiful game, but it's not as beautiful as going on vacation for two weeks. We'll catch you guys. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.